You're about to hear a message from Han Vision Church in Lawrenceville, Georgia, delivered by guest speaker Grace Song. Thanks for listening to Han Vision. Hello, I am not Pastor Joe. I said that during nine o'clock, but you know, gonna probably say a lot of the same things that I said. Uh, I'm Grace, Pastor Joe's wife. So, um, Pastor Joe isn't even in this room, but that's fine. Uh, so I am here because I went running this morning and I felt like God was giving me a word to share for our church. So Pastor Joe graciously, um, yeah, decided not to preach so I can be here to share God's heart with you guys. Uh, but first off, happy Father's Day to the dads in the room. I think Billy... <laughs> so happy Father's Day, Billy. <laughs> All right, uh, well, <laughs> that's so nice. Thanks for clapping. All right, well, let's open up in prayer, and then we'll begin. Uh, dear God, we, we need you, Lord, every moment of our lives. God, we are so desperate, even when we don't acknowledge our desperation and in this moment, Lord, Holy Spirit, come and fill this room and uh, fill my words, God, uh, so that they would be your words and may you speak to your people, just your love for them. And yeah, God, we, we just want to hear from you. We want to hear and we want to have hearts that will be obedient to go pray all this in your son's name. Amen. I'm going to sit down and share my story. All right. So a little bit about me. I'm sure you guys all know that I am a pastor's wife. Yes, that is a part of who I am. I am also a mom, so a full-time pastor's wife, full-time mom, and I also work full-time as well. I work for a tech company in Atlanta, and I've been there for almost two years, and recently God gave me a huge promotion out of nowhere. But um, yeah, in, in that experience of God's favor, I've just been wrestling a lot with my calling. And to kind of go back in time a little, when I was in college, I really wanted God to call me overseas to be a missionary because I felt like that is the only way that you could really live the most faithful way possible with your life. Um, and um, yeah, and then I, I was trying to go overseas and none of the doors ever opened. And I started wrestling. I was like, God, don't you want me to be obedient to go and, and you know share the good news with people around me? And I, I think he started challenging me on what that means, that it doesn't necessarily mean that I have to be a missionary to go overseas and to learn the language, culture, and then start sharing the gospel, that I could do that here. And 
Um, yeah, there's, there's a term called integrated faith. That is something that I'm realizing is actually a, a term for what I was processing back in college, which means that your faith is not just something that you compartmentalize, but it is in every single part of your life that Jesus and the Holy Spirit touches every single part of it, not just when you're at church on Sundays, but even when you go into the workplace. And I know sharing the gospel in the workplace with your coworkers or with your fellow peers is a really hard thing to do um, because the idea of like rehearsing this script seems really daunting. Um, but I think God is teaching me that it's all about just starting to build the relationships and have those conversations to just listen to where people are at. And then when you start listening, you start forming that relationship and then and then they they want to listen to what you have to say. And God's been allowing me to just share my life. And that's why I'm here. I'm just here to share it. And I believe that even as I'm able to just share it, you guys all have that ability as well to share what God is doing in your life. Even if you think you're not in a good season, even if you think you're in a really great season. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, God, God's, God's so good. And yeah, even those moments when you think you have nothing to say, he will always give you the words. Um, and uh, this morning, as I mentioned, I went on a run. And uh, it, was, it was like a two-mile run, so the first mile is like killing me. And then on the way back, uh, are you guys familiar with the Swanee Town Center? There's like this tunnel. It's maybe like half the distance of this room. Um, and as I was running through the tunnel, uh, it, it was, you know, kind of dark, but you see the light at the end of the tunnel. And I, I start thinking about, God, God starts showing me that my life span is like, on this earth is the distance of that tunnel. And as I was running through it, I felt like I was visualizing like small little, small little homes, like toy houses um, that were like built inside of this tunnel. And God started breaking my heart. And when God reveals certain things to you, it just it undoes us. Um, so yeah, as, as I started just running through that tunnel, it's kind of on an incline, and I'm like, oh, this sucks, you know. But but um, but I'm it's so sure I'm just gonna press through it. That's my goal is just to get to the end of that tunnel. And as I'm running through it, oh, God is reminding me that life is so short, like that tunnel, and there's so much more life outside of that tunnel. You know, there's so much life, there's so much beauty, there's so much creation, so much glory that God wants to reveal to us. There's so much light, but we're all stuck building up these tiny little toy homes. Some of them looked big in my mind, but maybe like up to my, I don't know, my hip. And it, and I, as I was thinking about those toy homes, I started thinking about my coworkers. I started thinking about people in my life that were investing in these toy homes. And I know there are seasons for me where I wanna build up my little home too, 
inside of this tunnel. But God, God was just breaking my heart for, for all of us. Um, and yeah, rather than feeling like, oh, I know where I'm going to be at the end of my life journey here, I started thinking about my coworkers. I started thinking about just everybody that did not have a relationship with the Lord, that did not have the hope of eternity. And it broke my heart. And I just ran all the way home, just crying, and just crying out to the Lord that he would give us that urgency. So I'm here just to remind you guys that life is so short. And that our life doesn't have to just be inside that tunnel. That there is life everlasting. That there is so much goodness and hope outside of that. But we, we just get so stuck in our ways. We get stuck in ourselves. And we forget that there is so much more that God wants us to experience. Which is eternity. So I've, I've just been trying to be faithful with every encounter, every interaction. And uh, I was talking to one of my coworkers and he came back from vacation and he's kind of like a mentor figure to me. And he was just talking about how, and we were just having a real honest, candid conversation and just talking about, man, like, is, is this it? Right, he, he he's like I'm at the peak of my career, and I was like, yeah, I'm I'm doing great too. But is this it? Like, it's so sad if this is it. And he he's not a believer, but he I mean, he straight up told me like, Grace, I just want more money. And I was like, dude, you have enough money. You're so rich, you know. Um, and he's like, yeah, but I just want more money to have more money to know that I can make more money, and it's it's about my pride and my ego. And he, I mean, he's just admitted it. And I was like, that can't be it. There has to be more. Um, and yeah, I want to challenge you guys. Like, why, why do you do what you do, right? What are you seeking? And if you're seeking your own glory and your own little toy houses, man, that's such a travesty. Because the one thing that's sure about this life is that it will end. And it's a matter of where are you going to be spending your eternity? Where do you want your loved ones to spend eternity? I was talking to another former coworker and she's about to get married. And, you know, like I, I was just listening. I was just listening to her life and just really trying to love and actively listen. And, um, yeah, she was just like, Grace, like, I don't know what I'm doing. I feel insecure and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, dude, like, and then I was just trying to share the hope that I had in my life. You know, it's not about control. It's about just faith. And then I was able to just share, not necessarily like the four-step gospel process, but just share that God loves her and that he has a plan for her and that whether she believes it or not, that, you know, he, he is going to take care of her. And as he took care of me, and she was able to see just through my life that, you know, God was 
opening doors and taking care of me and, and providing favor over and over. And uh, yeah, I, it's it's about those little interactions, you know, the little bits where we want to be intentional and not focus on, oh, this is how I'm doing. This is what I'm doing. This is what, you know, I'm achieving. But just to, to look at the people around you and, and to just care, right? Uh, I, I have a personal trainer and, uh, and thankfully it's because Pastor Joe signed up for free video. Uh, I, I don't know. He's, he's going to do, do some video stuff for her. And so I have a trainer and I started building a relationship with her and I don't know where she is in her faith, but you know, it's again, having that intent to, to see just where she's at, where she's finding her hope, where she's finding her faith. And, um, uh, yeah, I mean, God's, God's just moving. He's, he's bringing people into my life to have those intentional conversations. And I believe that we can all do that. Um, even yesterday I was at the playground hanging out with, uh, the kids and this lady has a kid too. And she, um, yeah, we were just kind of talking about her kids. And then I was like, oh, I'm Grace. And she's like, I'm Melissa. And then all of a sudden, just out of nowhere, she's like, we should do this more often. She's like, let's do, like, let's hang out and um, have play dates. And I was like, ah, oh, sure. Like, I, you know, I, I didn't realize where this was going, but I realized that she was lonely and she was looking for something more, looking for something more intentional, looking for more like just relationships, which is how we're wired. And um, yeah, God was just giving me a heart to be like, okay, okay, yeah, like here's my number, let's hang out. And, and you know, who knows where that's going to go. And, you know, I'm sure I'll testify to that one of these Sundays, but um yeah, I just want to challenge us to have that urgency um, and, and just know that this life is so short. Not to just focus on living under that tunnel to build our, our kingdom here. Because even when you start building, even when God gives you success, it is not satisfying. It just leaves a bigger hole in your heart. And that's something that I continue to wrestle with too. As God gives me success in the worldly sense, when, when he does, I feel even more empty. And then I have to go back to God and I have to like fix my eyes and just, just know that my only satisfaction and my only hope can come from God. Otherwise, when we look at ourselves, it, it's just it's so discouraging. <sighs> Sorry, guys. I'm a little everywhere. So some of the things that God has been reminding me um, just throughout and then just even more fresh this morning is that uh, it's, yeah, it's always going to be a struggle. And our fight is not against flesh and blood. You know, it's against all the spiritual things. It's against the lies that we allow ourselves to believe. But it, we also have victory in trusting in the truth of God that he has and that he speaks over us. Yeah, and then there's that passage. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. 
And I 100% believe in that. And if you guys yeah, don't know what you're doing, just remember even that verse and trust that God is making your path straight. This world is so fleeting. I'm 34. You know, I, who knows, God, God, God willing, I'll get a few more decades, but then what, right? And uh, yeah, at the end of the day, I just want to be used to just bring more people to God's kingdom. And I hope that, uh, yeah, you guys will be reminded of that today through just that vision. And uh, the verse that came to mind is uh, Mark 12, uh, 29 to 31. It says, Jesus answered, the most important is, hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one, and you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. The second is this, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. There is no other commandment greater than these. So at the end of the day, it's about loving God and loving your neighbor. That's it. It's not even about how eloquent you are at sharing the gospel. It's just about loving people. Because without the love of God, we are so broken. We are all hopeless. And there are moments when we lose sight of God that we also, as believers, experience that despair and that disappointment. How much more... You know, do non-believers, that people that don't know the hope of God, experience that despair constantly, right? So, yeah, I want to just challenge you guys to, to know that if you already have that hope, your race, God has already finished it because it's covered in his grace. But what about everybody else, right? And, and I want to challenge you guys to think of the people that God has placed around you. Because going back to integrated faith, right, it's... Your faith has to permeate into everything else, not just church, not just relationships between your Christian friends, but it should be between your coworkers, those people that you don't like, you know, at work or in class. Those, I mean, he will let you know who those people are that he is putting on your heart. Yeah, so I feel like God's been telling me, forget about yourself. And I want to say the same thing to you guys. Forget yourself, right? Get over yourself. It's not about you, right? You know Jesus, or I pray that you do. Um, and then the rest is about loving God and loving others. God doesn't talk about how to love ourselves in the Bible. It's all about loving God and loving God's people. Jesus didn't even love himself, right? So yeah, I, I want to challenge you guys to think of those people that God is putting on your heart. Because if you're, again, if you're not, you're, you're too self-centered. Get over it and look at, you know, maybe it's your best friend that's struggling. Maybe it's someone in your class. Maybe it's that coworker or that boss that, I, I don't know, 
but it's just be intentional. Just love them, care for them, listen to them. And then you'll be so surprised when God starts giving you those opportunities to share the gospel. And I guarantee it will happen as long as you continue to maintain those relationships. And it's, it's going to be amazing. And all you have to do is just testify of what God is doing in your life, of the favor that he's giving you, of the faith that he's giving you, of the hope that he's giving you. Because again, the world will feel despair left and right. And when we have hope, people will know that we're different and they'll want to know about the hope that we have. So, yeah. I don't have a long lecture today or anything. It's just, I hope that you guys will love God and love others. And, and that's it. It's so simple. But you have to do it today. You have to do it with so much urgency today. Because if you push it off tomorrow, it's never going to happen. And then you're just going to continue being stuck in that tunnel. And that would be a travesty. So thank you for letting me share. That's it. Thanks for listening to the Han Vision Podcast. We hope you were blessed. Join us next week on Han Vision.